take the gum out of your mouth. Speaking of editing. The gum is out. I don't like have this. any gum. I go mean, like I, I'll just- Go like this. Okay. Come on. I'm Nikki Bond, and my absentee rock and roll dad has just recently come back into my life. So now I have to try and teach him how to be a father, because he has no clue. Okay, we're back. Part two of our conversation with comedian and host of the Shamic podcast, Monterey Martinez. I sound really professional when I just did that opening. I felt professional. Normally I go on rants, but okay, I'm starting to do that already. So I've totally lost focus. You know, listening back and editing this, I realized that uh, my dad wasn't very receptive, not receptive, but he really wouldn't respond in a way that normal humans do when someone tells you really interesting things. It makes me wonder, was he paying attention? I think he was paying attention. Was it just too much information? I don't know. But I'm a little bit embarrassed by the way that he responded to her stories. Which is weird. I just haven't been embarrassed before. Or I just was listening being like, wait, say more. Say more, Dad. But I guess, you know, he is who he is. This is what I signed up for. I'm going to pick it up where we left off on the last episode to give you a little recap and then smooth sailing into the current app. Dad. I, 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 I stayed through the whole thing and meditated, but I didn't have my eyes closed the whole time. Yeah. No, it's okay. So it's all good. No, it's not. It defeats the whole purpose. Yeah. (laughs) I just didn't realize how long the meditation was going to (laughs) be. Rick, I want to save the planet, but like 10 minutes at a time. Yeah. Like that was for us to like come as a group to help save the planet. He recycles. Being affected by the shapeshifters. Yeah, you did. You're a shapeshifter follower. You gotta be careful. (laughs) Yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah. Anyway, that's so interesting. It's wild. Like it's one of those things where it's like when you start to like talk about it, you're just like people will just like think you're like you know absolutely like insane. Like if you just tell people like you know like some people are from other planets and some people aren't and some people from other planets are really bad and they like literally are consuming the energy of you know uh like they incite like they ignite like fear in like drama and problems like especially in certain areas because it's like like it again like i said just fuels them and then how there's like certain cities too like they have these like matrix nets that are like in them that like they they it's just constantly like like weighing us down as people and like you can consume thoughts just like you consume oxygen and so when you're consuming thoughts you think they're of your own but like really they're just the matrix net that's surrounding you and it's like it's saying all these fucked up things like ugh, like i just want to go home and watch tv or like ugh, i just want to watch football instead of meditate <laughs> yeah i just want to you know like i don't want to work i want to call off i hate my job like whatever it is and you consume that, you consume that. And because you're, you know, the, those thoughts are like now like, you know, running in your brain, you think that those are like your thoughts and they're they're not. And that's why it's so important to like, you know, go out into the desert, go out into nature, go out, you know, to the beach because you have to like genuinely like reset like your the the information that your brain is like picking up on because like you can completely be programmed into like having opposite thoughts than like your actual soul core like believes in. Can we talk about that a little bit? For sure. Okay, cool. Um, How do they do that? How do they, how do they give us like thoughts or what do you mean? Well, the, the thoughts start to happen. So like when say like Los Angeles, it's a city that has like a bunch of people here who are models, actors, dancers, musicians, yada, yada, yada. And so there's a lot of rejection. There's a lot of heartbreak here. There's a lot of failure. There's a lot of jealousy. There's a lot of resentment. 
And what happens is like, so people are just like, they're thinking that like about themselves, right? Mm-hmm. And, but it's multiple people in that area thinking those thoughts. So there can yeah. be matrices that are just around because of that's the like general sum of like the people. But then there are also like put on matrices that are from these like higher dimensional like beings. So it's like, they're not always like necessarily like of like an external thing, like say, um, like Los Angeles definitely has one, but it's like a man-made one. It's just like the really? energy. Oh yeah. How's it man-made? Like man-made, like saying just like the example I just gave, like, you know, you're sad. This person's sad. Yeah. This person's rejected. This person can't pay their rent. This person's not getting a commercial. This, but per- it's so much just rejection and sadness and heartbreak and failure that that starts to become the member thoughts are just vibrations. So it's like, those vibrations, they don't go anywhere. They just stick around. So you come into a room, you know, that everybody's auditioning in and everybody's feeling insecure and everybody's feeling jealous. Everyone's yeah. feeling catty. Everyone has an ego. So you walk in and you start consuming those thoughts. You're like, oh, yeah, look at that bitch's like shoes. Like, Ugh, oh, this girl thinks she's so cute. Or like, Ugh, like, I know I'm not even going to book this, blah, blah, blah. And you think that that's like you, but you're really just consuming like the general like oh. rooms, like energy. Yeah, that makes sense. Does that make sense to you, Dad? Yeah, yeah. And I, well, yeah. Los Angeles is is a special place too. Um, I don't know if I can recall this information, but there are energy points all around the planet. Yeah. And mathematically, if you, you know, I, I'm not even qualified. I don't know exactly how they figured it out, but mathematically, everything that has evolved from. Uh, pyramids to advances in technology from the ancients it all happened at the same time in certain parts of the world mm-hmm. and it's all aligned with these dimensions that were given listen this is a deep topic you know there's all kinds of people that are involved uh, right and it's actually scary yeah it's really scary N- not not the alien part but how our government is uh gosh our government is, is holding back a lot. Right. Yeah. And and these people that work in the government, this dude that quit said, look, you're not telling the American people, you know, he's been threatened. I mean, and now all these generals that are dying or are retired that don't have to stick with the uh, non-disclosure agreements. They're, right. They're, talk- they're talking. Oh, for sure. And, and so anyway, it's it's just a fascinating topic and uh evidence is the door has been cracked and uh open with with the disclosure in the last four years but disclosure started happening with back in the 70s you know wait dad dad yeah we gotta stop for a minute we went way off topic to what monterey was talking about really yeah (laughs) Yeah, because she was talking about, she was talking about the nets, like the spiritual, like the nets, and how that's like affecting us. But now we're ta- now you're talking about the government, can, like, and what they're hiding from us. I missed. I missed. I didn't hear that. The nets. Okay, we're gonna. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna go back. Go back. Go back. Okay. 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 <laughs> You asked, what did he ask yeah. you? You asked, how did he phrase or it? Or you asked, I think, when you oh. go, oh, how are they? Or no, maybe he did ask, saying, yeah. like, how do they set up these matrix nets? And I was oh, saying, yeah, like, how do they set up the matrix nets? Matrix nets. Do you remember this? Yeah. No, I don't actually. I remember the matrix. I didn't hear the nets, though. Okay. Yeah, they just look like like if you get into like a deep meditation and like the reason why I call them nets is because they look like little like a fishnet. Like it just looks like a little grid, like a fishnet. And it's just like it's plate. There's like, you know, like I said, there's ones placed over the planet. There's ones, you know, and like I said, some are man-made from human, just like our negative thoughts, our negative whatever. And then some are external. So it's like we have there could be like multiple nets and you know, you could have, you could have nets in your, that's why people say you have to sage or like when you move into a new place, there could be an energetic net. You could have a couple that lived in this apartment before you two and they always fought or like whatever. And there's just like, 
you know, bad energy in here. And just energy just means like, again, just, you know, broken down to the smallest form is just vibration. And so like you could pick up on those vibrations. So a bunch of vibrations repeated over and over and over make nets. So it's like Los Angeles makes a huge net of failure, disappointment, negativity, resentment. Here's a question. Yeah. Yes. Well, yes, no, Bobby. No, no oh. you, you, hold on one second. You're, you're cutting out a little bit. Oh, oh. Like your internet connection or your brain? Uh, the internet okay. or both. Yeah, I, mean, I think it might be. <laughs> I didn't hear. So okay. go, go back to these nets. Oh, that's interesting. The nets, the nets got brought on by we will. It came went from talking about the meditation. Well, you know what? I don't even need to explain how we got there. It's so annoying for the listeners. It's <laughs> your own fault. So we'll continue with the continue with the nets. Yeah, I'm I, basically. <laughs> I'm just saying that what happens is when a bunch of people live in a city. And a bunch of people are consuming each other's like thoughts. And if those thoughts are like negative or fear based or jealousy, ego based, it starts to if everybody's constantly, you know, regurgitating those same thoughts, they build like these like little energetic vibrating like little grids. It just looks like a fishnet. And it just is something that if you were to walk into a room or you're to, you know, when people come into a city, you could feel like a general base energy. And that's why, you know, Los Angeles is called the city of lost angels is because people come here full of light and love. And then they naturally just start consuming the energy that's around them. And then it starts to affect like their mental health where they're like, ugh, I do, you know, they get depressed, they have anxiety, they have, you know, jealousy issues, they have a lot of fear issues, they have a lot of regret, resentment, because that is the energetic patterns that are just constantly like in the ether that you can consume, just like you consume oxygen, you can't see it. You can consume thoughts and you can consume energy, you can consume emotions that are external of your own. Wow, that's cool. That's very cool. Yeah. Dad? Yeah. Do you have another question? Because I was going to ask you to ask a question. Um, I do, but I'm, 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 missing, I'm missing the net thing. I'm not getting the net thing. Is the net thing like... Uh, okay, let's talk about the nets later. Because okay. we've already talked about the nets like uh, for 25 minutes. <laughs> so um, we're going to move on to something else, okay? Okay. Okay. So I... Uh, Yes. So, so explain about the net. <laughs> no. Um, that's cool. It's not cool. So, you don't get it. But that's okay. The listeners will get it. We'll talk about that later. How did you get into comedy? Um, I got into comedy. I've always been a really big fan of stand-up and comedy since I was really young. Um, the first time I thought about it, I was a junior in high school. And I was uh, I had a substitute teacher and they were just like letting us have like a study hall in class and we were playing hangman and I was like the person like going up on the board like you know putting all the letters or whatever up and I was like I would always just bust people's balls and like make fun of them and just like joke around or whatever and the substitute teacher was like watching me and he's like you're gonna be a stand-up comic one day and I was like I knew that I loved stand-up but I was I was like no because I looked at stand-up comics like rock stars like I never watched and was like I could be that good because I think most people who do that are usually really bad comics um, where they're like, watch someone and they're like, I can do that. And you're like, no. But then when I moved out to L.A., like I knew I want to get into comedy. So I thought, you know, because I always like watch Saturday Night Live and Mad TV and, and Live in Color. So I was like, OK, let me do like sketch and like comedy writing. So I did like sketch and improv for six, seven years before I even tried stand up. And like all my directors or all my instructors were always like, Monterey, you're a stand-up, you're a stand-up. And I was like, but I've already done this for a few years. Like, I don't want to start over. But they're like, you're a stand-up. And anyone, every, anywhere I went, like in my life, like at a party or whatever, everybody's like, do you do stand-up? Do you do stand-up? And then finally I was just like, ah. And then I, uh, one of the comics that I actually feature for, I met him when I was a waitress. And he had come up to me and he's like, do you do stand-up? And I was like, no, I, I do sketch and improv. He's like, you need to do stand up. And then years later I auditioned for, to like do feature spots at this comedy club in San Diego. And then, uh, they paired me up with the person who f that from years ago, the headliner who told me I should do stand up comedy. And I, and I was who, like, who was it? Steve Byrne. Do I know him? I don't, I don't think you do. No, 
He has like four Netflix specials like on Netflix. Obviously, I don't know why I said that. But um, he had like his own like sitcom on like TBS. He's like a half Korean, half white guy. Um, and he's really great and he's like a really good person too. And, uh, but anyway, when they first told me and I was like, who am I featuring for? And they're like, um, Steve Byrne. And I was like, what? I was like, that's the guy who told me to do stand up. But I was like, you know, so I knew I was like, okay, I'm obviously on the right track. Such a good story. Yeah. That's very cool. I'm, I'm, I'm making sure I'm getting all this. Did you get it in your head? Huh? Did you no, get it? No, in- I was just looking at logic to see if, okay, if I'm if still happens a lot this is what happens did you hear her story dad yes i did i did the whole thing without even anything without any like interruptions okay yeah so how long have you been doing it um it's been seven years going on eight and how did you start i just started going to oh like no, actually, when I first started, I when I was in uh, Second City, one of the kids that I went with, he he was like in this writing workshop, this like stand up writing workshop, and he was like, "Oh, you gotta like you gotta go to this stand up writing workshop." I don't want to say the name of it because I despise the I despise the class, and I think the guy who runs it, nice guy, complete hack, like not even good at stand up himself, and um, he kept trying to like the all the stuff that I wanted to talk and write about he kept trying to like shy me away from it like being like no you should talk about like being Puerto Rican and Irish means I like to drink and I like to drink I was like I'm not doing jokes like that like that's so fucking hack yeah it's gross right and he or like but I would I would talk about abortions I would talk talk about suicide I would talk about sexual abuse and he'd be like no like people don't like I'm like who's people first of all and I was like any good comic like talks about like real shit and anyway, and he just like favored all the people in this class that were just like, so I was like dating this guy and I was like, hello, my third eye's up here. And then, you know, like just stupid shit like that. And I was like, this is so fucking corny. So then, um, I just, I started to, and at the same point I was like going to open mics, but I thought like I would go to this writing class and just like learn how to write in such like quick time that I didn't have to go to as many open mics. Like that's what I thought. (laughs) I was like, I'm funny. I was like, I'll just like do this class. And then in a year, like I should be like touring. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I legit thought. It's writing. It's not stage. Yeah. Presence. Yeah, exactly. And so then, um, I went to this, uh, I went, I was doing like bringer shows they're called and I didn't know what bringer shows were compared to real shows. It's like where these third party promoters put, you know, these shows on at these clubs and they make you bring a bunch of friends just so they like sell tickets and you're not like really doing comedy like properly. Not saying there hasn't been a couple comics who've come out of the bringer circuit, but it's rare and usually they're bad. Um, but that's like at first how you're just getting stage time as a comic. So I was like, Oh, I was like, I'm a real comic. I'm going up at the comedy store and fucking, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the ha and whatever flappers. And it's like, but they're all bringer shows. And then I met another comic at one point. Um, cause I would go to an open mic only right before I had a show. I thought that's all you had to do. That's what I did too. Yeah. You're like, Oh, you just go to open mics to like rehearse before a show. And and I was like talking to the comic and he was like, where's, he's like, are you going to another mic now? And I was like, no, I was like, I just, I'm just going to a mic because I have a show tomorrow. And he goes, he's like, you know, you got to do mics like every day. And I was like, every day. He's like, yeah, you have to do this every day and you have to go to like two, three of them a day. And I go, no, but I'm funny. And he goes, oh God. he's like, no, it, it doesn't matter. And he's <laughs> like, most, he's like, a lot of comics are funny. He's like, but this is how you get like good on stage. Who was it that said this? I don't want to say their name because I don't really like them. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. I'll tell you after. Okay. Um, I was like, I don't want them to be known, like have a like good story. Um, <laughs> they're kind of a piece of shit but anyway so now i really want their name on the podcast <laughs> I'll tell you. so then we go to this other mic and he's like well come to this other mic he's like let's see and then i bombed and like i had never bombed before at this point because i just had done bringer shows where there's a bunch of people there you know so it's like 10 of them are gonna laugh and then like the couple mics that i would go to they're like more full so it's like whatever i'd never experienced a bomb and i bombed and i just like was like i just like didn't get it like i was just like 
this never happens to me. I was like, no, I was like, you don't get it. I'm funny. Like, I don't understand how this can happen to me. And he's like, that's called a bomb. And he's like, can get fucking used to it. He's like, it's going to happen a lot more. And I was like, what? And then, then I just got competitive where I was just like, where I was like, okay, how long can I go without a bomb? Like how, you know what I mean? And then that's when I was like, all right, I'm going to do this. Like I would go to like three or four mics, like a night for like my first like two years and just like, you know, Nicole, when you started, I mean, were, were you nervous when you went up there the first couple? We talked about this. Yeah. Why are you asking me? Because I want to know if, if you were nervous when you started. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, I, I guess the hardest I had thing. The same, I had the same thing as Monterey. Like, I went on stage. I had a great set yeah. for the first time, but the class that I did, they didn't ask us to go to a mic. So the first time I ever stepped on stage was the Hollywood improv. Oh my God. A full sold out main room show at the Hollywood <laughs> improv. That was the first time I ever That's did stand so up. crazy. Yeah. And right before the, the teacher went, now let's go around to everyone and say one, everyone say one nice thing about that person. And she goes around to everyone and now it's my turn. And she goes, all right, guys, have a good show. And she skipped me right before like the show. And I was like, um, I, I'm sorry, but you forgot to do me. (laughs) I was so like, I just was like, I can't let that, I can't have my first time on stage. Everyone gets compliments and not me. Like, I was like, I guess I don't deserve it. That's so fucked up. But then, so I was, I was nervous, but I wasn't once I was on there. And then same as Monterey, I did bringer shows and I actually wouldn't even go to mics before. I would just practice my set at home. Mm. So I was always nervous. Like I would shake. Oh my God. The first yeah, few times I, I remember being nervous. like, I can't do that. Like I remember yeah. I, they, I did a bringer show at the comedy store and I remember, you know, there's like that in the main room, there's like this. I don't know if there was like an addict or something, but there was like some stairs in the back. And oh, I, I, haven't, I haven't been back there. Yeah. And like, so not the green room, like there's like a green room, but then there was like this other area that like you can go like up the stairs. I think it was just to get to the belly room, whatever. Okay. But I, this was so long ago. I don't remember the exact like layout, but I remember I was just like up there and I was like, felt like I was going to throw up. I felt, and I was like, what, why did I do this? Like, this is so bad. Like, ugh, like I can't do this. I cannot do this. Like, this is so stupid. Like, why did I sign up for this? This is so dumb. Like what the fuck? Like I was like panicking and then as soon as you just go out there just vroom it just like goes, goes away, away but yeah. it was like that anticipation i was like this is like it was as bad as like when i've been skydiving where you're like what are you thinking why did you think jumping out of a plane right now is a okay idea at all yeah like you just yeah i mean you did it tandem or did you go you have to do a tandem how many times did you do that? Just once. I was like, as soon as I went skydiving, I was like, I'll never do that again. Really? How yeah. come? It's just one of those things that like, it looks fun. And I always wanted to skydive my whole entire life. But when you watch people skydive, it looks like they're like floating or like they're flying. But it's because of like the, you know, just the camera isn't as fast as like the acceleration of like your body falling. So it's like, you're not floating ever. Like, you know, like that beginning part where it looks like people are, you're not, you're falling so fucking fast that it looks like you're floating. So that whole entire, you're like, you're just a brick falling out of the sky. Like, and it feels like you're falling out of this. It's not fun. It's not like, woo, like, wow. Like you're just like, falling out of the fucking sky and it's, oh my god yeah even thinking about that i get that uh and like the, when we went we went in vegas but two people were skydiving in california and died that same day and we're just like all right i guess we're here oh my and god was that was that a tandem thing like a Did the they... guy that di- died was yeah it... it was tandem yeah 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 like it was I, tandem Anytime you skydive, you have to be tandem unless you're a professional certified skydiver. Like nobody's legally allowed to do it without being tandem. You have to like have, you have to have like a thousand jumps or something. I forget the number, but it's like, really? Yeah. Man, I remember I, I got my license, my pilot's license and I was flying after I soloed. And one of the maneuvers is you got to prepare for a crash landing. Mm -hmm. And so you open the door and you put your shoe in the door so if the plane crashes, the door will be open. And I opened the door. There's no way I would have jumped out. I mean, I knew right then that, that would be crazy to just jump out of a plane. Right. 
Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. When you just keep going higher and higher. Well, and the other wild thing is as we were, um, we were like the last group on the plane, like to go, cause you do it in like, you know, five people at a time or whatever. And her group were going up and there's like one of the guys who's like a professional, you know, he's like one of the jumpers, like that works for the company. And, um, sometimes they just do solo jumps just to like get the nerves out of their system or whatever. And so he's on the, pl- he's on the plane. And then all of a sudden he goes, no, 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 I'm going to get off. I'm going to get off. And he's like, and we're all like, what? And he's like, I just have a bad feeling. And he just like, no. walks. Yep, you can ask Matt. Yep. Like literally just like, it's like, I'm going to get off. And we're all like, uh, and so like, we all start to pant. We're like, what the fuck? And like, they're like, no, that's normal. Like skydivers. Like we have this thing. Like if you have a gut feeling, like, or if you like have like a, you know, just any doubt, like you just walk off. They're like, that's like a very normal thing. But I'm like, yeah. But then it's like, what if their feeling is right? And now we're all just going to fucking risk it. And they're like, no, it's fine. And I'm like, and yeah, oh my God, I um, was going to say I was very sick that day, too. So I was like literally like throwing up like in midair. And the guy, my instructor was like this Eastern European, like not fun guy whatsoever. And I remember when we were like jumping off. He's like, OK, on the count of three. And I was like, oh, shit. And I was the first one to jump out of our plane. And I was like, oh, I'm so scared. I'm so scared. And he just goes one and then just jumps off. No. Yeah. Like he just and I was like, what the fuck? And then like at this like certain part, you have to have like your feet like up, like when you're about to like land. And he's like hitting my leg. He's like, feet up, feet up, feet up. And I'm like, Bleh, like throwing up no. and he has to take a plastic bag out. And I have to like try to like catch my throw up like in the no, air. Yeah. While you're in the air. Yeah. It was like, it was after like we had already, it was after like the parachute had already like come up. So like after that part. Um, so we were just like, and the way to get down faster is you like you, he he like pulls the string. So you kind of spiral down so you can come down faster. And Mm. I get very like motion sickness and I was like, no, don't do it. Don't do it. And he like did it anyway. And then I'm just like, no. Yeah. And then he has to like take the plastic bag out. And then, yeah, it was, I was like, I will absolutely never do that again. And what was the preparation before the jump i mean were you there all day yeah you you they don't really they make you watch a video and they're like you know if you die that's on you like yeah they have to be like frank about it like they they're like you know if there's any debt like you have to like sign a thing like you will not sue like blah 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 like you sign like all your shit away um yeah you watch a video and then they do like a brief like demonstration like you know they put on the suit you put on what you know your your little like backpacky thing that they connect the tandem thing that connects you to and then they teach you about like your legs but then you're just sitting there just like watching and just like waiting in the waiting room oh my god and yeah it's very terrifying all of us were like never never again oh my god we went for drew lynch's birthday yeah oh yeah i love that that's your story what what you said what did she say to you just now (laughs) i'm having a hard time hearing you guys because because there's a this is the first time I think we've been, you've had two people in the same place. Right. And there's a uh, an echo and a, an ambience where it, the words just get washed out. No. Does that make sense? No. You're, you're holding your mic really close. I'm just wondering why um, it's not clear on this side. Oh. It doesn't matter. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't matter. That's okay. As long as it's clear on your side. It sounds okay in my ears. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. So, uh, when is your next gig? Um, I might have a show tonight. Um, but then I'm going. Um, I yeah, then I'm going to North Carolina, South Carolina. Say the dates. Advertise uh, yourself. Um, November fifth, sixth, and seventh. I'm going to North Carolina, South Carolina, and Virginia. Um, I'm doing shows with Drew Lynch, and then I'm going to. Uh, the helium in Buffalo, November 18th through the 21st, or it's 19th through the 22nd, but that weekend, Thursday through Sunday. Great. That's fantastic. And yeah. also this is me wrapping it up. Cause I feel like we've been talking for a really long time, even though I have more things that I want to talk about and bring up, especially dad. Cause Monterey is obsessed with the fact that your family has been in the circus. Oh God, yes. So, but then my dad, can, did you hear me dad? I heard that. Okay. 
And then, but you might be coming here anyways, so then we can do this again. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think we should wrap it up because we've been talking for a while, but it doesn't feel like a while. So that's does good. It, what? Does it, does it seem like a long time? I don't think I, so. Do I, you I think? I so? exactly how long we've been talking. How long? how long have we been talking? I thought you said you were going to tell me how long we've been talking. <laughs> What's going on is I've got you in front uh-huh i understand yeah 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 how i gotta check and see if it logic is still yeah. recording so how did you find out the answer of how long we've been talking um i can give you the amount of seconds we've been talking no one wants the amount of <laughs> seconds who can do the math i'll do it right now okay uh 1600 seconds divided by for like an hour and 45 minutes. Oh my God. hours. <clears throat> 26 hours we've been talking? You're really good at math. <laughs> or like an hour and a half. Because I got mm -hmm. here at 2.15. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, so yeah. listen. 2.15? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Normally my dad will be like, okay, I've tapped out. But and but you've kept him, you've was, kept well, him here. No, I'm, I'm not. Uh, no. Yeah, normally you'll be like, okay, it's been enough. I got to go. I mean, we did lose you a couple times. The Nets... <laughs> You were gone. <laughs> we lost you. You took a little nap during the Nets part, but the rest of it, you were good. No, there was, yeah, yeah, I, I spaced, but there was a, there was some stuff going on with, uh, like right now, I can't even see you, right? So when stuff like that happens, I'm not paying attention, or it's the beginning of uh, Alzheimer's, either either one. <laughs> Okay, cool. I, I honestly, I, I don't think it's the beginning, Dad. I think it's the middle. Nope. I think you've mm -hmm. had Alzheimer's for mm, 20 years of my life. You're like, because you forgot about me. <laughs> yeah, you keep forgetting. So. Yeah, I know. Yeah. ADD is, that's different than Alzheimer's. Yeah. Yeah. So Anyway, sorry about, sorry about the, uh didn't understand the nets when you said nets though i won't i won't that's a whole different topic <laughs> we are not talking about the nets no no the thing about algae algae around the planet how they communicate in algae no one said anything about algae i know you didn't oh it was interesting what? i had <laughs> whose podcast who else are you talking no, you, to you, while we're doing this <laughs> you think I'm completely off topic, but in my brain, we're not. <laughs> uh, cool. Okay. Well, the, if you the, want, the, yeah. The, just quickly. Yeah. Fungi. Sorry, not algae. Fungi is all over the planet. Yeah. And they all communicate, and mm -hmm. it reminded me of a nature's internet. Yeah. Oh, I said I've said that before too. Yeah. So it wasn't out of context. Oh, I didn't it? say that today, but I've. <laughs> <laughs> but. But I've watched a documentary on Netflix about it, yeah, and so it's like, yeah, 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 and it's Let's, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Nature's pin, internet. Put yeah. a pin in that because Bobby will go on and on and on about that one. No, I won't. Yes, you will. But listen, I have something to tell you. Monterey has a podcast. Mm -hmm. And if you want to hear about the Nets, you can listen to our podcast. That's, That's right. right. The Shamic Podcast. It's a hybrid of comedy and spirituality and psychedelics. And What's it called? The Shamic. Can you spell that for me, please? S-H-A-M-I-C. <laughs> like shaman and comic combined. Shamic. And so she talks about all the stuff, but way more on it. You'll hear about the Nets. Mm -hmm. that, uh, the listeners aren't going to want to hear about the Nets because they've <laughs> heard about them 25 times now. Yeah. But uh, there's some really educational stuff on there that's super helpful and just will help you through your shit. And you know what, Dad? You've got a lot of it, so you should probably listen to the podcast. <laughs> what? Okay, so yeah, that's it. What, what did you say? <laughs> What? It was very nice meeting you. It was nice meeting you too. Have a good wait, rest wait, of your wait, weekend. Wait, 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 wait. We have to get Monterey to tell her Instagram and all that stuff too, and the Shamic podcast. Yes, my uh, pod or my 
um, Instagram handle is just my name. So it's Monterey M M O N A R E Y M. And then the shamic, you can get it on Apple and Spotify. And what's the other one? Uh, is there another thing? Apple Spotify. Oh, on YouTube too. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, that's basically where to find me. And she also is going to start doing readings and stuff. Just yeah. keep an eye out on her Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's had some really cool uh, things happen. Dad, there's a story that we couldn't get into, but where um, in can't her do that medic- quickly, quickly, just quickly. Come on, man. I Come wanted on, you to man. tell the story about how you went down and then, and if you don't want me to put it out there, oh, I don't have oh, to. Oh, oh, the, the, the devil. The, the devil. Oh, yeah. One time when I was, I, I was on psychedelics and whenever I do psychedelics, like I, you know, it alters your consciousness. And when I get into these like states um, where you're like, you know, you're, uh, what is the word? Not teleporting. Um, goddamn astral projecting where it's like you're, you kind of like leave your body and whenever I'm like in that space, like, you know, light matter and dark matter. So like positive and negative, good, bad is like all like in this, you know, existence. And what I like realized is that like every time you get into that state, you like have to like choose like what you're aligning with and you have to like choose like what side you like work with like if you're working with light or you're working with dark um because like when I there have been like tons of times where I've been like trying to like meditate in this like dark energy or demons or whatever and obviously everybody's experience can be different this is just what happens to me um whenever I'm in that state they they try to like manipulate me to like get me to stop like elevating myself. Cause basically when I'm getting in that state and I'm like meditating, I'm like, I'm feeling like love in my body. And whenever I like feel love in my body, like it physically like goes all the way through me. And then I feel like, um, I see like my DNA start to like swirl. And then I see like, you know, sometimes like my brain enhances, like sometimes my heart gets bigger. Like I can see that like on an energetic or quantum level, I'm like upgrading like my, my body and my DNA and my biology. But in order to get that, I have to like, you have to transcend, which is through meditation. And when I'm trying to transcend, sometimes these lower frequencies or these demons, whatever dark matter, they start to, um, they start to like get my attention and they'll do it again by preying on your weaknesses. So they'll be like, I'll, you know, I'll be meditating and they're like, Monterey, like if you're like of love and light, like, why don't you heal us? And I'm like, oh yeah. Like, why don't I heal them? And then I'm like, okay. They're like, yeah. Like if you're, if you're really about compassion and forgiveness and like, why can't you help us? And then I'm like, oh, I should help these demons or I should help these lower frequencies. I should try to teach them. I should try to, you know, transform them. And then if, but then like my, the light side will start talking to me and it'll be like, well, what are you, what's your goal right now? And I'm like, I'm trying to transcend. And they're like, okay. And what's the only thing that's getting in your way of transcending? And I'm like, well, these like little demons or whatever. And they're like, so how are you going to help and heal them if you haven't even transcended yet? So it's like, you're not as powerful unless you transcend. But then these little demons will be like, see like everybody just judges us they always assume we're bad like if you really want to be as powerful as a healer as you say you are then you would be able to work with darkness and lightness you would be able to take on the energy of dark and light like you would be able to you know go into these other like depths and like realms and like not be scared and transform it and then I get competitive I'm like yeah like I'm not a pussy like I can go to that dark side I can transform anything like I'm not scared and then like I just you know have to always like remind myself where I'm like no like I don't have to suffer I don't have to like go through pain or I don't have to go through a challenge in order to get like a reward but yeah like they but anyway so I started meditating and I kept like as I kept kind of listening to those like demons and like giving them a shot or like a, you know, like listening to them, I kept my personal frequency was like lowering. And then as I was lowering, then they started to change. They started to be like, ha ha, like got you. 
like, oh, they're like, you're not going to get back up now. And then I'm like, what? Wait. And then they're like, yeah, like you're down here now. Like try to get up. Like you're not going to be able to. And then I'm getting more afraid. I'm getting more scared. I'm getting more like fuck. And so it's lowering my frequency, lowering my frequency. And then I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm not going to be able to get back up. I'm not going to be able to get back up. And then I just like have to like open my eyes. I'm hearing like, you know, the light very faintly. And they're just like, it's okay. Like open your eyes. You don't always have to fight through it. Like just give yourself a second. And then I'm like, okay. And then I start over. They start talking shit. But it was like, it was like for 20 minutes where like I couldn't get like through like this like level of like just like dark thoughts, fearful thoughts, like negative thoughts, like anxiety, like panicking where I was like, ugh, and then I just kept working through it like for 20 is it, minutes. Is this with uh, uh, smoking DMT or was it acid? This was acid. Acid? Yeah. Wow, it's a long trip too. Oh yeah, you, I usually, whenever I do acid, it always lasts between like around like six to eight hours for me. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm afraid of that. Um, not, not, I'm not afraid of it in the sense that I don't think I would come back. You know what I mean? Right. I I would wake up, you know? Right. But I just learned like whenever that happens to me, it's like you just face it. Like, cause a lot of times, a lot of people just try to like, you know, just be like, I am peace and I am love. But like, sometimes you just have to like face and be like, what do you want? Like, what do you need? Like, I don't care. Like you have to just like stand up to like your demons or your negativity or like whatever. Cause it's all stuff that's like in your personal subconscious, you know? So yeah. Yeah. This one guy was screaming and choking at his neck and, and he woke up and said, what's going on, man? And he goes, you get freaking out. And he goes, yeah, I saw I was in, in my mom's womb and, and I was being strangled to death from the umbilical cord. I started to get, you know, so then because a lot of PSD. Yeah. Uh, is, is, uh, but yeah. Womb trauma. I, I might consider it if, if I was in a clinic with, Doctors, right you know but yeah but bonnery's saying that she got herself out of it because you just have to not panic and you have to but she's also like way more grounded and stronger well, the thing than is, us I mean, that. the dmt the thing lasts about 15 minutes and you crash through yeah you break through and you you lose all identity of your body and you know which could be helpful but um yeah i'm not uh don't know enough about it, I wouldn't do it casually. Right. You know? Yeah. The, the DMT thing. The acid thing I've done, but it's been a long time. For sure. Yeah. Well, anyway. Well, I thought you just might like the demon story. Did you Did you tell her about uh, Eastwood? Oh, the haunted house? Yeah. Did you know about that? Have I told you about the haunted house? No. Did you live in a haunted house? Yeah, we lived in a haunted house. Where? Like in Can- in Toronto? In Toronto, yeah. Oh, wait. Maybe was it was your mom there? My mom was there yeah, too. Yeah, and she yeah. was like getting headaches or like something. Or she like- felt someone like tap her. And yeah. then they would hear the door open and close and people like footsteps. No. Right, Dad? And they would be, and I'd talk to the wall. My mom would be like, who are you talking to? And I'd say, the man. Ew. Right, Dad? What else happened? Oh, gosh. A lot. You brought it up. The, the creepiest part about the we're talking about the haunted house. Yeah, we're right? talking about the haunted house. Okay, sure. The creepiest thing. I mean, there was some creepy stuff. The, the most eerie, like, what the fuck, was when you were like two years old, man, looking up that stairway. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> and. <sighs> I would have put you up for adoption immediately. I'd have been like, no and, child is mine. I was going to be possessed. Uh, and knowing that children are more sensitive because children are just. Uh, yeah. They're open and receptive. They're not as they programmed. Are, yeah. They're, they got nothing. They're not, they're not living in the matrix yet. They're yeah. Just, they're, all the information they're getting is just, you know, and yeah, man, it was some scary. She's just, Hi. <laughs> I can't play right now. Sorry. <laughs> and he would like try to lock my dad in the basement. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's really crazy stuff. Yeah. Like her, uh, Nicole's uh, mobile. There was a dinner party and some stuff happened. We were talking about it and then it happened. And we're, everybody was in the basement hanging and we heard footsteps and we heard Nicole's uh, room 
with, with this intercom system we we got and we heard a mobile that wasn't hers then we heard a baby that wasn't her ew <laughs> it was, it was just, oh my god oh my god yeah. and then we had a ah a seance. They had a seance. We did, we, yeah, we couldn't. What do you do? You can't yeah. call the cops. Yeah. You know, we, hey, my baby's called, possessed. Yeah. <laughs> we called uh, Toronto Psychic Society. Yeah, three of them, oh, and they all did their you know Ghostbuster thing and said, "Yeah, it's here and it's here and it's here." And then we did the seance and or tried to connect, and then her grandfather came through and. Oh wow. There was channeling, his, which was his dad, down. circus dad. Huh? Yeah, the, your your dad came through. No, whose dad? No, my mom's no, dad. Your grandfather. My mom's dad. Okay, oh, okay. okay. And he says some stuff that nobody knew. Anyway, it's just a, an event. Yeah. Wow. It was weird. It was really crazy. How long did you live in that house for? Um, I think we bought it in '86, and. Uh, 88. When did you move to Waverly? I don't know. I was, I do remember the day we moved, but I don't remember. 88, two yeah. years. So you were like three? No, I was, how old was I? When, when I was born, you're born we, at 85, right? 86. No. Oh, you're born. Oh, I'm so it, was, it would yeah. have been when I was two, two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You were, you were walking. Okay. I mean, yeah. So, I thought that you were going to bring up when you said that, does she know? Cause I always think about how Baba, uh, didn't like Ouija boards. Oh man, no, no, you don't mess with that stuff. Yeah. Have you ever messed with Ouija boards? No, I always like knew from like a little, like a very young age. I was like, no, nah, that's some devil shit. When your grand was it, your grandmother got you a Ouija board? Yeah, my grandma got me a Ouija board. I freaked. Yeah. But I'm st don't laugh at this, but I'm really curious about the. I'm still not getting the net thing. Okay. Do you know what episode you talk about nets on? I'm not sure what episode, but I definitely talk about it on like, there's definitely an episode where I, I mean, I talk about like everything, like, you know, the big bang. And I talk about like divine intelligence and like ego death and DNA upgrades and light codes and matrices and higher dimension. Like I talk about like all that stuff on there for sure. So if you go on, uh, listen to our podcast, but just don't listen to the episodes. If you want to get to the nets. I would say don't listen to the episodes where you have a guest, right? Yeah, She does ones where she has a guest and she'll do readings on them and like talk about them. And then she'll do episodes where it's just her. So do listen to the episodes where she doesn't have a guest and you'll hear all about it. So what do you do during when it's by yourself? I talk about just like uh, my experiences and just different information that I received like during meditation um, I also do pull a card like, or sometimes I will do like a full spread and like read like the energy, like for the month. And sometimes I'll tell like a funny story of like something that happened and then I'll get into like my, uh, whatever, like I channeled, like channeled messages or whatever. Wow. So it's, it's uh shamic. Mm -hmm. The shamic. Yep. Did you find it? Yeah. Not yet. I'll send wow. it to you if you can't find it, dad, which I know you probably, I'll, I'll be able to find it. Okay. And then oh, you cool. can learn about that. All right. Well, thanks for coming. Yes. Thank you for having me, little girl. Thank you for having Did, me. Thank nope, you. We, you had her. Uh, you, she didn't. Okay. Sure. What? What? Tell me. Well, this, you say thank you for coming. You don't say thank you for having me because she's our guest. You oh, said. You said. I was referencing the our physical. You know, I'm your guest actually because you're in together in your house. So, but. That's, thank you for thank you for coming. Yes, thank you for having me on. Yes, very good, Dad. It's so difficult for me, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's not, that's not my uh. Yeah. What's your birthday, real oh. quick? November second. So in a couple weeks. Cool. He always does that, and he has nothing to say after <laughs> every. T he does that to every guest. And he has no facts to tell you after that. <laughs> he just goes, cool. Okay. 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 <laughs> Bye, Bye. Dad. Nice chatting with you. Bye, Dad. Bye. Nice Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bet you thought the episode was going to end uh, 15 minutes ago, didn't you? Gotcha.
that's that's whoa dad guys that is that is our podcast i always think it's gonna end and then my dad wants to continue talking that's that's our relationship so i hope you enjoyed that episode and learned a few things and don't think we are all crazy but if you do please keep listening okay that's all i ask we you know i've i've gotten through my shit with the stuff Monterey was talking about and to each their own but I thought that'd be a good fit for my dad and it was except he just had a problem understanding the goddamn nets but I do I do think that he did have an echoey problem I hope so guys I fucking hope so so if you want to try acid, uh, this episode has been sponsored by, <laughs> oh man, I will say I am a bit intrigued. I like how my dad was like, oh yeah, acid, I wouldn't do that. I'm like, man, you've done that. Like, why are you pretending this is a new thing? But DMT, he hasn't. And I don't think that he should at this point in life. I think, I think he's done all the things he needed to do. So he actually told me that he's going to try and come in November. He finds out today. He finds out today if he's going to be able to come at the end of November or he said next week, which is very soon. If that is the case, I won't be putting up an episode because I will be recording with him for the week that he's here. So if there is not a new episode, that is why, but I'll update it on my Patreon and on Instagram, Wodad Podcast. I've put all Monterey's details in the description below, along with ours. If you want to support the podcast, please sign up for patreon.com slash Nikki Bond. Donate whatever you want. No judgment. I appreciate it. I just want to feel loved. Don't we all? Okay, today's Bobby bit is a continuation from last week where he was pitching his show to me. But this is my favorite part of the whole idea. Oh, I'm going to try to lay this out. Okay. So I walk into this new therapist's office. Okay. She shakes my hand and she goes, hi, Mr. Ort. I go, no, it's Orette, Mr. Orette. Oh, Mr. Ort. No, it's Mr. Orette. It's it's French. And she says, well, whatever. Just have a seat. And so time goes on. And my back is to the camera. You never see my face, but you see her. <laughs> okay? And and uh, 20 minutes into the, into the session, she's going, what are you pulling out of that cellophane? And I go, it's, it's gum. He says, well, what kind of gum? I've never seen it. It's, it's nicotine gum. Oh, nicotine gum, nicorette gum, yeah. No, no, it's nicotine gum. I buy it from Nicotrol. It's a new company from Amazon. <laughs> and it's like a third of the price. It's not nicorette gum. It's, it's nicotine is gum. Is this a show or is this just an Amazon commercial? <laughs>